0: All right, if you've been following along with the best of the Brave Marriage Podcast series this summer, then you know that today is the day that I announce the giveaway winners from the giveaway that I did celebrating 100 episodes of the Brave Marriage Podcast, as well as our two-year anniversary of the Brave Marriage Podcast, which was on June 11th. So thank you to those of you who entered. Thank you for your questions such good questions. I'm really looking forward to answering those and talking through those with you all in upcoming episodes. And our winners today are Mandy Henry, Maria Roberts, who shared with me in the Google form that today, I believe June 15th is her and her husband's one year anniversary. So congratulations and happy anniversary to you, Maria and Frank. I hope that you're able to celebrate the way you want to today. And the winner of the $100 gift card goes to Shelby Thomas. So congratulations to you all. I hope these gift cards bless you and your marriages. Counting down to number three, this week's episode was originally episode number 38, The Gift of Sex. Right now, I'm actually reading a book by Christopher West called Theology of the Body for Beginners, and... It's making me so excited wanting to dive even deeper into some of the things that we've already talked about when it comes to married sexuality on the podcast. So I hope you enjoy this sex positive message on the gift of sex. Now one quick word on this episode, toward the end of the episode I do mention that one of the gifts of sex is procreation and that not all couples get to live fully into all of the gifts that I mention, one of those being procreation. And the reason I wanted to mention this is because I did get a question around it from a couple struggling with infertility. And in light of this being the giveaway episode where I know that these couples are likely listening in, I just want you to know that you are seen and that you are heard. And I would love to dive into the topic of infertility and dynamics between couples. Although that's not at all the point of this podcast episode, I just did want you to know that you're seen in this difficult season. Okay, so with that said, here is The Gift of Sex. Enjoy. Hey there, and welcome to the Brave Marriage Podcast. I'm Kinsey Dazinski, a licensed marriage and family therapist and certified professional coach. And this is a podcast for couples who want to grow as individuals, do marriage with intention and live mutually empowered, purposeful lives. Happy March to you all, and thanks so much for joining me. I asked you all last week to invite your friends or spouse to start listening in because we're diving into a series on sex, and I'm super excited about it. I've given these episodes a lot of thought, and you know it's always hard to know where people are starting from when it comes to this topic. Some of us grew up with sex-positive messages, some of us did not. Some of us had good first sexual experiences, and some of us did not. Some of us have done the work in our own lives to better understand our sexuality, and some of us haven't. So for that reason, we are going to start and finish the series with the basics of the topic, and I'll leave it to you all to let me know what you want to hear more about in the future. But no matter where you are, I hope this conversation encourages you sparks new thoughts and questions, and helps open the door to have new conversations with your spouse about your sex life. Today, I'm going to share with you the gifts and purpose of sex, which I've derived from my study of scripture and my understanding of theology, which for those of you who don't know is the study of God and his relation to the world. While we won't get into a full theology of sex, as I did in seminary, I do think it's important that we begin this series with a positive perspective and connotation, because guess what? There's a lot of sex-positive messaging in the Bible. Just do a quick search and study on the Song of Solomon. It's just that, for the longest time, the church has unfortunately often operated in fear when it comes to human sexuality, trying to diminish and ignore sexual desire, rather than teaching it as good and as God's design, while also teaching purity and self-control. Both of which, by the way, are 100% applicable before and after marriage. Anyway, that's another podcast for another time. But just know that if you have questions after this episode or toward the end of this series, feel free to shoot your questions my way via email to Kinsey at bravemarriage.com. Because I'll be doing a Q&A episode at the end of the series, and I'm happy to answer as many questions as I can on that upcoming Q&A episode. But before we dive in, this episode is brought to you by my free research-based relationship quiz. Have you ever wanted a professional insider's look at your relationship? Well, I've created a short quiz that lets you in on the state of your relationship based on four different components of marital health. After taking the quiz, you'll receive an immediate score, plus a description of your score will be sent straight to your inbox, followed by one action step, next steps to take, and one prayer for your marriage. To get in on that free resource, just visit bravemarriage.com quiz. Again, that's bravemarriage.com quiz. Alright, if you want to know what I believe, I believe that God created us for meaningful sex. I believe that he designed our bodies, our minds, our hearts, and our souls, our physiology, and our biology to experience sex in marriage as good. Like, good, you guys. Not okay, not average, but good. Does that mean we'll automatically enter marriage and experience it as such? No, not necessarily. Some of us may have some unlearning and relearning to do when it comes to sex and sexuality, due to long-held thoughts, fears, desires, associations, or past sexual experiences. But I do believe that when everything is working as it should, our sex lives actually reflect the goodness and glory of God. And that's what I'm going to talk further about today, about how when we honor God with our sex lives, not only do we experience some of God's greatest gifts to us in marriage, But our marriages then also reflect the mystery of the relationship between Christ and his body, the church. And if you're new to all this, please just keep listening in and try to take it in as best you can. So the first gift of sex that God has purposed for us is pleasure. We were created to feel and experience pleasure. And not just emotionally, friends, but physically and sexually. How do we know this? Well, first of all, there's an entire book of the Bible devoted to a man and woman delighting in each other's bodies and then expressing their experiences of being pleasured to one another. Okay, so there's that. And second of all, our male and female bodies are literally wired with pleasure centers, or what you might know as erogenous zones, which include but are not limited to the male and female genitalia. Now, if I may state the obvious, Our genitalia and reproductive parts don't just magically appear when we're of age to have sex, right? But they're what differentiates us as male or female from the womb. Isn't that one of the first things you get excited about as a parent if you have children when you find out the gender of your child? We say, oh, there's a penis, it's a boy. Now, please bear with me for just a minute as I get on a quick little soapbox, but how many of you who had daughters said, Oh, there's no penis, it's a girl, versus, oh, it's a vulva, it's a girl, (laughs) right? Why not celebrate what a girl has rather than identifying her from the womb by what she doesn't have? Just a question, and now I'm gonna let that go. But what I did wanna say about that is that the clitoris, which is homologous to the penis, is also developed in the womb. And what's more is that it literally serves no other purpose. Except a woman's pleasure. So now, look at your body and look in the Bible and tell me we're not intentionally created to experience pleasure. Okay, so you may be picking up on my passion for this topic, and next week I'll go into a little bit more about why I care so much about having a healthy relationship, to your own sexuality, and having a healthy sex life in marriage. But today, moving right along, The second gift of sex that God intended for us is intimacy. I was giving a version of this talk at a premarital retreat a few weeks ago, and a colleague of mine mentioned during our discussion that from his perspective, the world has focused almost exclusively on the pleasure side of sex, while the church has traditionally focused on the procreation side of sex. But the sweet spot for married couples who are committed to each other and committed to Christ Is in the gift of intimacy that we're given to uncover and discover with each other throughout our sex lives. And I couldn't agree more. Because here's what intimacy actually is it's the fruit of vulnerability, receptivity, humility, and trust. Intimacy is not a euphemism for sex, it is the result of two people doing their work, growing up in the ways they've yet to grow up, and ultimately, Intimacy is the result of two people in relationship who are being sanctified through the crucible of marriage. So, the degree to which we as individuals are willing to be vulnerable with each other in a safe way is the degree to which we'll experience the gift of intimacy in sex and in every other area of our marriage as well. The third gift of sex in marriage is oneness. And I'm distinguishing intimacy from oneness by defining oneness as a spiritual reality between two believing spouses. So when we come together through sex with our spouse, our bodies are designed in such a way that we become physically one, but we also have this spiritual reality of oneness with each other and unity in Christ. In this two-in-one or one-flesh reality that the scriptures refer to, reflects the differentiated unity that we see within the Trinity, meaning the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, as they're all distinct from one another, but are completely one. Drawing a parallel, then, we are also both distinct individuals who are meant to become completely one in marriage, and because we are human beings with human bodies, sex acts as a physical representation of that unseen reality. And finally, the fourth gift of sex that God intended for us is procreation. So our sex lives, which are intended for our pleasure, oneness, and intimacy in marriage, are also the means through which God brings some of the greatest blessings into our lives, our children. So from an evolutionary standpoint, it could be argued that sex is purely functional, right? Simply a tool to perpetuate the species. And sadly, sex can be as pragmatic as that between two people. But from a creationist standpoint, because we are created in the image of God, we are gifted with the ability to procreate as yet another example of God's creativity in the world. So, to recap, the gifts of sex that I've named today are pleasure, intimacy, oneness, and procreation. And I want to highlight the fact that each of these gifts address a certain facet of our humanity, bringing delight to us physically, mentally, emotionally, relationally, biologically, and spiritually. Now, just to be clear, because we live in a broken and imperfect world, not all of us will experience every single gift I just mentioned. For example, not every couple will experience the gift of procreation which again is another episode for the future. Or a believer married to a non-believer won't experience oneness or unity in Christ the way two married believers will. But that doesn't change the fact that sex is a gift or the fact that we have a good father who desires good things for us. Case in point, sex could have been purely functional as it is for many other species, but for some reason, We have the opportunity to experience the gift of sex on every level of our humanity. Is that as amazing to anyone else as it is to me? So here's your action step for today. I want you to check in with yourself and ask yourself, which gift of sex do I not understand or am I uncomfortable with? Pleasure, oneness, intimacy, or procreation? Then I want you to ask yourself why. Why do I not understand this gift better? And why do I feel so uncomfortable with it? And friends, don't let yourself off the hook for the answer by shutting it down with an I don't know. Because if you sit with an open-ended question for long enough, your mind will form an intelligent answer. And that answer will be important to your own growth and learning throughout the series. So I do hope you'll stick around and join me next week as we talk about how to more comfortably talk about sex. And my prayer for your marriage this week is that you would know that the Lord is not far away from you. He is near. And that you would begin to believe that your Heavenly Father desires to give good gifts to His children. I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.